Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price and participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spiritual Insight Show. I'm Reverend Tiffany White, Sage Woman, and I am very happy and pleased and honored to sit in Sacred Circle with each and every one of you again this evening. Whether you're watching this live or you can watch this in the archives, um, a space has been reserved for you, um, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) So welcome everyone and this beautiful hour of receiving and giving and a beautiful energy exchange amongst all those who are sitting in Sacred Circle this evening. So thank you all so much for honoring um, not only yourself but each and every one of us so I am very very grateful all right I had to had a sneezing fit right before I came on I was like okay (laughs) Ah, the weather anyway it's uh, beautiful beautiful weather (laughs) all right hello Sarah and yes it's nice to be back in our sacred circle Much love to you and Anthony and my godson, Austin. Uh, Hello, Chris. Happy Sunday to you and everyone. Hello, Maureen. Uh, Let's see. Marie, hello. Hello, Amy. Hello, Angel. All right. Yay. Hello, everyone coming in. Thank you so much. All right. So, um, I I know everyone just uh, feels kind of crazy and and discombobulated and just just, just seems like this is going to be the norm (laughs) during this whole ascension. Yay! Throw your hands in the air and party! No. (laughs) 
it's okay. We'll all get through it and we have each other, right? We have each other, our sacred circle to, to for support. Hello, Wendy. <laughs> and so happy um, Palm Sunday. It is Palm Sunday. And there will not be a show I'm thinking about this now next Sunday, which is Easter Sunday, of course, so that we all can spend time with um, our loved ones and um, or just time alone with our sacred circle of angels and guides, <laughs> whatever you choose, right? There is no there is no right or wrong with that. You got to do what's comfortable for you. All right. So also my website is whitesagewoman.com. Welcome also to to the uh, live listeners on Spreaker Radio this evening. Hello, listeners. So my website, whitesagewoman.com, is sage, S-A-G-E, whitesagewoman.com. All right. So wanted to get that um, out there to everyone. Pretty much everyone knows, but there's always... Uh, some new viewers as well, and we hope that you share this. If this resonates, you feel like this will resonate with somebody, uh, please encourage you to share. Share, share, share. Um, all right. I know I have talked about a lot about spiritual teachers, and we're all spiritual teachers. And whether you want to use the term light workers, spiritual teachers, all of us that's on this ascension train. <laughs> Um, and embracing it, embracing it, let's say that, because uh, there are some who are still asleep and still um, maybe are slow to hop on, but they will. There's still time, all right? Uh, it's 2032 is when we really start to to enter this golden age, but when everyone really... Um, um, really feels like, oh, it is here, maybe 2050. I mean, again, all this is just estimates because we continue to surprise and amaze all the, the Ascended Light Beings, the Intergalactic Council. We all surprise how fast this ascension process is taking. This it, We are making history. This is, remember, we're beyond 2012. Every day we are writing a new chapter. We are making history. We are creating um, the new golden age. All right, that we're getting ready to come into that has you know the very beginning, the phases of it, and it's uh, so there's still time for us um, to share. And and when you may think when I say you're you're a spiritual teacher, you're a light worker, you may think, but I don't do that type of thing. I don't like teaching. Well, you know what? You're you put yourself in the service industry. Guess what? You are a teacher. You're teaching people how to be. How to have that balance between doing and being. You're teaching people by the way you're living your life. So remember that. All right, and just the way that, yes, we still have um, some challenges to go through. It's just part of it. You know, it's part of the whole balancing act. I got the balancing act. You know, like, like riding a bike, it takes tremendous balance. But you hit a rock or a pebble in the, in the road, what happens? It kind of, whoo, catches you off guard a little bit. 
Um, but you and you have to realign and rebalance yourself. All right, so there's always going to be plenty of these little rocks, pebbles, potholes, you know, in the road. And we just, you know, when we can have some foresight of what's coming or paying attention and we can miss it easily, right? Um, just, just kind of swerve. And some of them we need to hit and learn those lessons. So, and exactly, Chris, we are all students and teachers. We are both. And that's, that's the thing. We're all learning and growing and developing and just, it's the sharing We are not meant, divine design-wise, we are not meant to be selfish, greedy, and just take, take, take. That's very disruptive in energy, and it's also very off-balance, isn't it? Very much so. Very low vibrational 3D. Um, and so it's, when you don't care, you know, none of you have to worry about that. <laughs> Someone like that's not going to watch a show like this, uh, or even be connected to any of us. So it's, it's okay. Uh, but it's, it's still out there. There's still some people that's in the 3D that want to stay in the 3D that are comfortable and are scared to get out of their comfort zone, right? Um, and we have to be understanding and patient let's say we have to be patient with them even if you might not understand why they're slow to move that's their thing that's their mission that's what they need to learn we can just keep just in love 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 just pure non-judgmental and that's what the divine love is is um hi joy how you doing <laughs> Most definitely is is non-judgmental. We are all in this together. All right. And so it's an interesting conversation with, um, with, with a dear friend of mine. She asked me today, she said, Hey, do you, um, are you experiencing, you know, some, some more sensitivity? Like you just really don't want to go anywhere and be around people. Now I know we've discussed this several times. (laughs) <laughs> in past shows, but how the more we are ascending, the more we want to feel like we're a hermit. <laughs> oh no, I don't want to go anywhere. I mean, seriously, it's like I may go, I have to run some errands and do some things once a week. Now, I'm outside every day embracing and acknowledging nature, uh, but I, you know, as far as like actually getting in your car and going somewhere and, and experiencing other people. Uh, it seems like with each, each ascension that we get into each vibration, it seems like that we, um, are a little bit more sensitive and it's a little bit more, we just want to be careful and protect ourselves and the boundaries even more. And so hello, Sabrina, beautiful. I miss you too. Much love to you and the family. Absolutely. We've got to get together. We live so close. We really do. Now, you know, I would go. We'd get together <laughs> with you. And since we both have dogs that probably, you know, are a little antisocial, we could meet somewhere and safe and comfortable and safe boundaries and, and have some tea or some coffee. So, 
Absolutely. She just wanted to be reassured to make sure she wasn't going, she wasn't downsliding because it's like, aren't we supposed to always be helping each other? And here's the thing though. You are. You can help somebody right from, from your own home. It's by sending love and light out. By sending that. Uh, remember that ceremony of creating your sacred space every day. And so I want to go into, because someone had asked, well, well, what do you do? What do I do every day? Part of my and, I, and it's not really a ritual because sometimes I change it up. But it's what is the same is um, it is just the presence, being present, being there, acknowledging this energy. All right. And so uh, my my day, some me, <laughs> I actually get up early, but. For about an hour and a half, I take care of the dogs. I let them out. I feed them. I actually start preparing for my ceremony. And this is all before coffee. Because once I sit down with my coffee, hallelujah, you know. (laughs) Yeah, that's my prize. So, anyway. (laughs) But before that, after I get the dogs outside and then bring them in and they're fed and they're comfortable... Then I move into, all right, and I create the sacred space. And for me, that can be different things to different people. It's not always the same. Um, I, I like to make sure that the place is clean. Uh, you know, so I'll we have a, a, a cover over the couch. Anyone with dogs, you know, you have blankets and covers. And so, you know, I may get a load of laundry and like the making sure the bedding and their blankets and maybe the... the the couch cushion, the couch is vacuumed off. And the room where my altar is, most definitely in the living room, I really want to be very careful and make sure with that. So I do want to make sure. Um, I recently strung up some purple, purple lights. And these are not like Halloween purple. These are purple. Amazon has them. They're like purple with a little bit of pink. Oh my gosh, they are so gorgeous. It's like the cosmic heart color. So I hang them up. You know, near the altar, too. Um, So it's preparing. I start lighting incense. I start lighting candles. And with each candle, I say an intention. So it's almost like a prayer. I say an intention. And, And those who took my Activate Your Avatar course, um, I listed some examples of those intentions. The I Ams. The I Ams. So I start off with, I am my higher self. And I say it three times. And then I go into, we are our higher selves. Because remember, we've gone from the I am to the we are. Because we are one. That's where that's the golden age is back to the we are one, the connection. No more separation. So I go into, I am grateful. Repeat three times. Go into we are grateful. Repeat three times. I do this with each candle has an intention with it. Um, and whether it's a candle or it's, um, I actually have a lot of just salt lamp, the votives with the little tea lights in them, and then light those. Um, and so, but each tea light, each thing has um, a, a prayer or an intention associated with it. All right? So um, that's how... 
All right, hello everyone. Still got people still coming in. Hello, Rosina. Hello, everyone. And so it's it's really really how you want to do that. And so I do all that first, and just make sure um, I have some sound healing. I put on um, chanting, uh, chanting music, chanting meditation music. Um, I gong the gong. Um, sometimes I'll even play. Um, my uh, bowl, my Tibetan bowl, uh, and hello, Courtney, <laughs> or Williams Lynn, hello, uh, I will do that, it's whatever you want to do, have some sound healing incorporated with it, I also like having Om uh, Mani Padme Hum playing in the background too, and you can find some of these chants on YouTube, very easy to find, and pick your favorite one, and then I have that playing in the background as I'm going around and doing this, this ceremony. And as, you know, you're going through, at, you know, and doing this ceremony. And when I'm lighting the incense, I go into each room on the downstairs of, of my home. Because it will, it gets sent up in all directions now. I will take with the incense, I will say, only peace, love, and harmony resides here. Only peace, love, and harmony resides here in this sacred, sacred, sacred space. And I like to say things in threes, but it really nails it in. So I make sure I'm saying this three times in each room as I'm going around. Now, what's happening now when you do this energetically? It's not just your home. And I visualize where I am, look down, you're in the center of a balanced cross, not the Latin cross that's got, you know, it, it's off, it's not even, but a, a center cross, a cross where, you know, the sides are like the directional cross, the direction. You're standing in the center of that, and then it's like out in all directions. And then I even go up and down, all through all dimensions, vibrations, and realms. Aha! Now you're sending this intention. And this, this creation of peace out in all directions, way beyond your home, way beyond the land, and it's going down and up and out in every direction, affecting your neighbors, affecting your community, affecting the whole world, affecting Mother Earth, helping Mother Earth with her ascension as well. And it's just like it's helping us all. That's where the I am turns into the we are. That lotus opening. Aha. The I am is the middle. I am, I am, I am, I am. I'm blossoming to oh, we are. So, that's what's very powerful. That's why it's important to have sacred ceremony. And another thing too, whether you like feng shui, it clears your space. It absolutely, your space feels so good. If for any reason, I haven't missed a day in a very long time. But, um, and so, <laughs> but I, I do remember when I did miss a day, I would feel off. Now, to to accommodate travel time, because you like to travel and you know you're not going to be there. I would prepare three days before 
And I would always say, okay, now this is going to repeat. This is going to repeat. And as I'm lighting the candles, I'm imagining this is an eternal flame in the esoteric field. This is always burning whether this candle's really lit or not. So this flame, this intention is always there. All right. And it will repeat. And then when I am traveling and I get up and it's kind of like, you know how you have the app, you know, on your phone or whatever. And it's like, set alarm. You know, <laughs> you can do the same thing. It's kind of like, okay, I have crystals, you know, with me when I travel. So the crystal pretty much is set. Set that space. Here we go. Activate that sacred circle at home there you go it is just that simple and you have to and believe and know that that works uh let's see with wendy i have abc chant <laughs> for her grandson i love that hey though you know <laughs> that's cute i love that <laughs> That works too, because you want to sing, and and you want to incorporate singing, chanting. You know that really drives it in with chants, or and with intention. Excuse me, intention. Mm. Lately, too, just been drinking. I know I always drink a lot of water, and it comes and goes in waves, like. Okay, I feel really hot. I need to drink more. Okay, now I'm cold. And it's it's all part of everything. All right. So, singing, chanting if you want to. Um, it all helps to deliver this intention, this prayer, this developing, this sacred ceremony. All right. What's really interesting is that all of this kind of falls into place. Yes, Joy, intention is everything. Absolutely. And it's, and it's, we, okay, so those that don't set an intention, do you feel like you're in command of your life? Those that just get up and, and we've all been there. I'm guilty. I used to do that, join that rat race, so to speak of, all right, you got to, you were fed the same type of belief system of what you've got to do by certain age and have this job and you get up and you go and you da 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 And it's like, wait a minute. Where am I really in this? Um, what about what I want if I don't agree with society's plan? So this is when, that's when we break away from society and everyone else's ideas on how we should be and set our own intentions, set our own course. And that's when it's powerful, Right? So let's see. I wake up happy, Roberta. Yes, that's great, Roberta. Yes, we and absolutely <laughs> wake up happy. <laughs> you know, and if you're not, you can change that. It, like if you've had something a, a startling dream or something, um, then then it's it's okay. You can change and shift that. Just. At any time, just immediately. It doesn't have to set the rest of your day. Like you get up out of bed, you're in a great mood, and then you stub your toe. Well, that stub your toe doesn't have to set the rest of the day. You know, you can get back to happy and just go, oops, okay, you know. And so, uh, and just 
don't make a big deal about it and go on, you know, hopping along, but <laughs> tell the pain sides, but you know, it is all about the choices. And it's very interesting too, because as we ascend, we're shedding off, shedding off everything that's not for our highest and greatest, everything that's not going to be useful for us. So what can happen, and this is what happened to me this morning, was I was getting, I was going, oh, I'm going to go take a shower. And so I was getting ready to get in the shower, and I suddenly had this overwhelming sense of fear come over me, fear and anxiety. And I'm like, where is this coming from? This is not mine, because I was, I'm fine. I'm fine. I was happy. Okay, you know, and I'm like, what was I thinking about before I came in here? And I was like, well, no, I'm, and then you, you just be quiet for a moment and search and it's like, well, this isn't from me. This is elsewhere. And I was like, all right, so, um, it did, did I attract something? So I get in the shower. I'm like, wow, I'm getting ready to get in the shower. I'm going to wash it all down. Remember that too, when we send healing out and, and we do protect ourselves, especially it's very, very powerful when you're grounded into that earth star, the earth star chakra underneath your feet, grounding into mother earth, grounding into hollow earth, you know, you're very much protected and ask for Archangel Michael, but it was such a wave. Let me say that. Then I realized too it's not for me. It's not that any spirit was visiting and it was giving that to me. It was as we're healing the land, the same things happened with Mother Earth. Stuff that was buried into the soil, blood from battles, darkness is, is emerging from the land. So you can feel this in your home. You can feel this in your work. You can feel this. It's rising up to be released. But if you're sensitive enough to feel it, you'll feel it. And that's exactly what happens to me. And I, I knew, though, I was like, ah, this isn't for me. This isn't from spirit visiting. This is actually from the land. because, And that's why it was, oh, wow, very, very overwhelming almost. Then I have to remember the history of this land. There was a battle that took place, a patriotic battle, just a couple blocks. I live a block away from Fort Griswold. All right. And f history was that the land that we live on was where the British camped. So there was a lot of, and that's absolutely true because around the time of the, the battle, um, the image all right, the imprint, I should say, gets stronger to where you can, you can see and feel it for those that can. So now it's like a lot of releasing. The earth is releasing a lot of things that had seeped down into the earth that's no longer for her. She's releasing her memories and things that don't serve her. And we're going to feel that. So it's even more important that we make sure we are grounded and connected at the same time and know what's our stuff and what isn't and 
help to let it go. So, all right. Hey, I was in a great place in the shower. Let's rinse all this right off. Let's get off. Release, resolve. We're letting it go with harm to none. And there we go. And it was fine. It was fine. But just pay attention to that. That's exactly what can happen. And just as how we're sensitive to not just other people, to imprints, to history that has happened and left that recording, so to speak, um, on the earth. So we're having a lot of things that we're feeling. Okay? All right. Um, Let's see. Let me catch up with some of these. Uh, yes, Wendy, right. I actually do get up early and do my ritual before her grandson, Tristan, comes over. I do not feel right. Exactly, right? It sets the whole tone for your day. It really, really does. Uh, let's see. Uh, Chris, I have a fridge magnet that says attitudes are contagious. Make yours worthwhile. Catching. I always love that. I, I love that, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, let's see. I need to find my path. Okay, Roberta, you need to find your path. And that is something that no one else can tell you. But that you, only you, and all of us know that, you know, um, get changes in work. Yes, and pay attention to these changes. If something is hard, that's um, a sign that we're not in the right place, okay? And I'm not talking about there's going to be some minor challenges here and there, and we get through it, it's no big deal. But if you repeatedly feel like you're hitting a wall, you repeatedly feel like you're being blocked, that's exactly what it is. It is God, universe, angels, guides, all those for your highest and greatest trying to let you know to change direction. You need to go in in a better and more prosperous and uh, abundant direction for you. That's going to be for your highest and greatest. And we make excuses about change. Some of us just don't like to do it, especially when it comes to, to work. But it's not all, not, you know, actually I can't say not all change is is bad. Change really isn't bad. We are always moving, always going um, hold on, let me see, I'm going to pull my, pull my journal out, because, wow, we just had a conversation about this, and my, um, angelic committee, and, 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 uh, we talked about this, let me see, okay, 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 uh, oh, Here was something that was really good. All right, so they want me to read some of this because I I know I wasn't going (laughs) to remember. And those who channel and write every day, you know, you're not going to remember everything. All right, so uh, notice how when things go right in our life, we say praise God. Some of us do. Or thank you, God. Or yes, 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 we have this exclamation of happiness. But what happens if a different outcome takes place? One that isn't joyful but challenging. Do you blame anyone? Do you still say praise God? <laughs> Do you blame anyone? Do you make excuses for why things didn't turn out in, in, in order to, or didn't turn out just the way that you wanted them to? Right? 
And how about we express this when when we listen, when we see the whole picture, and it's like praise God is great, but you're only praising God and praising the upper vibration when things go right. What about when things go wrong? So how about we say praise my connection to God within me? Because this is a reflection of complete surrender and trust in the God and the divine source. Um, Surrender is not fighting nor resisting, but going with the flow. Or as I like to say more, is growing with the flow. So the divine flow of cosmic energy is constantly moving, flowing in many different directions. And when we allow ourselves to participate in the flow, we grow. The flow is life force. It's that life force that is living and nourishing us constantly. And when we say be still, it's not really be still. I mean, you could be moving physically. You could be working out. You could be walking. You could be doing something. But finding that stillness within you and connecting with that flow. Like floating in the river. The river's moving and you're floating. You're still in the river. Your stillness in the river. That's moving. (laughs) The river is moving and you're floating. All right? When we try to swim against that natural flow, um, that's where problems and challenges and blocks come in. When we resist that because we think we know better or we make excuses or we're scared. All right. We disconnect partially. We never fully disconnect it. That just doesn't happen. Um, we, we are trying to unplug from source and divine life force. That's what's really happening. Put that into, if you had putting it into words so you can visualize that and you can catch yourself and go, Why in the world would I want to unplug from source? Life will be super hard if you do that. Definitely. Definitely fighting the natural flow. Alright. So, um, when we disconnect like that, it's like putting a plant, a plant, which is a living being, into a dark closet and shutting the door. Well, what happens without sunlight and water and nourishment? How much growth will this plant experience? So the plant is wishing and wanting to grow bigger and stronger and have abundant flowers and foliage, and but it's doing nothing to make that change. And all that wishing and praying and wanting and wanting is ineffective until action is applied. And the action that we're taking is just a simple surrender and trust in that flow. And to go with the flow. And to actually change needs to be applied. Let's do it. Let's go in that direction. The plant must connect for um, or reconnect with the source of life force to receive the desired outcome. That's all of us we have to do. Grow with the flow. We reconnect with the flow. When we feel like we're starting to fight or resist or there's resistance in our life. Reconnect with that divine flow. Allow the flow. Go with the flow. And then grow with the flow. How does that feel? Feels good, doesn't it? 
And we have to remind ourselves of that. Most definitely. And the more we catch ourselves, the easier it really does become. Okay? So, yeah, grow with the flow. Oh, let me catch up on some of the comments here, too. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I love this. Okay, so, Angel, normally my days are kind of crazy with three kids, but I've been trying to help my children be mindful of their day and start their day off by asking them what they are grateful for so they think about what makes them happy. My five-year-old says food and water while my three-year-old said his papa. I'm almost expecting them to say their toys, but I was so proud. Oh, that's beautiful, Angel. Yes, teach them young about gratitude. I love that. Yes, yeah, that's right. When things do not turn out as planned, I become thankful for the insight and lessons I've learned. Absolutely, yes. And we catch ourselves. And if you have to kind of like swallow that pride or, or it's how you can feel when the ego rises and it happens but when you um define the role for the ego the ego actually stops doing that stops rising up and it knows it's it knows its role <laughs> all right chris going with the flow is easier than going against the current absolutely it is yes 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 all right um hello rob i'm trying to get to your show since eight Oh, it's it's okay, sweetheart. You can go back and watch and I'm glad you you I'm glad you made it. You are right on time for you. <laughs> so it's okay, but thanks for joining us. Glad you got in. Yay. Okay. So what I think is really interesting. Mm, excuse me. Let me see. Uh no wonder I somehow unfollowed you. I see unfollow. Okay. So it's, you know, there's, yeah, technology. <laughs> yeah, and to see, it's the same, whether it's the same verbiage, it's that same intention. So Sarah, when things don't go as thought, I would say, thank you, God, for this lesson. It helps me grow. What can I learn from this? Absolutely. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So whatever words or verbiage you use, it's just that intention like we talked about before. Okay, so when me talking about the um, what I do to create my sacred space every day, and, and hello to everyone else coming in. Hello, everyone. Woohoo! Thanks for joining our sacred circle. Um, when I talked about the setting intention and setting sacred circle, this is all pretty interesting how everything comes about. Um, Chris, our lovely Chris and Chris Herman, uh, in in the uh, comments there, uh, we had chatted a couple days ago. Was it was it yesterday? I'm gonna see my sense of time too. It's just like <laughs> anyway. <laughs> She had uh, directed to me, um, we like Diana Cooper and Tim Wilde and some of the other, uh, there's just many spiritual teachers, light workers out there and that we sit in sacred circle with as well. And it's um, your sacred circle joins other sacred circles. There's always circles of 12, circles of 12, circles of 12 kind of in, with interlocking rings, kind of like the um, Olympic symbol, but with multiple rings and almost like if you look at sacred geometry 
like the flower of life. Aha. Uh -huh. Like that. Anyway, uh, Chris was on Tim Wilde's website. And she's like, are you familiar with this, the, the Huna prayer for ascension symptoms? Now, he put this up five years ago on his website. And it's still valid and true today. And I said, the Huna prayer sounds very familiar. And so I know I've talked about this before, all right? And so welcome, Sona. First time here. Welcome, everyone. So I've talked about this book, Diana Cooper, The Keys to the Universe, Diana Cooper and um, Kathy Crosswell. Now, this was written in 2010, prior to 2012 and what to expect beyond 2012. And it still holds true to today, right now. And those that want to know, like, the keys to the universe, that wants to know the history, the true history of this earth plane. And many of us do know this. Uh, we, we go back, we, we know, um, okay, so I was in Egypt. Well, you got to go further, okay? Um, Atlantis, ah, okay, maybe Lemurian, maybe, you, you know, different tribes. And this goes, this book really talks about the ancient cultures, ancient civilizations, and the 12 tribes of Atlantis, and the kingdoms, like the animal kingdom, bird kingdom, all sorts of stuff. This is really great. Well, they did talk about um, one of the keys, key 13, talks about the kahunas of Hawaii. So I was like, hold on, Chris, because I know Chris got this book, too. And it does come with um, a CD, the sounds to the keys of the universe, so that you can hear um, each sound that each tribe, so to speak, um, ruled by. Um, and it's just so powerful. It's, it's like it's a note to the universal song. Astounding. It, it mind-blowing. Really. Um, so, the kahunas of Hawaii. So, after the fall of Atlantis, there was many priests and priestesses took their people and went everywhere else in the world and, and developed these tribes. And so, this is the Hawaii. So, uh, the great priest Hermes, um, who, yes, to become a Greek god, there's a reason why... <laughs> The Greeks hold them as gods, so to speak. All right. When you have your 12 chakras and you're in the fifth dimension and above, you do seem godlike. All right. But he was a priest, a high priest, and he took his tribe to Hawaii. And that tribe later became the Kahunas. And they hold the key to the universe. All right. So um, I'm not going to read all this to you, but... Uh, the Kahunas had the Huna prayer. That's where that comes from. Huna. H-U-N-A. 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 The Huna prayer. Now, I love it here um, in the book with Diana Cooper. She goes through and about how you can create your own intention in your own prayer. All right? And you can kind of... Um, you know, use some of that verbiage or you can create your own and how to work with the, with the Huna prayer. All right. And so, and what I find very interesting, we were just talking about too, is that 
that uh, Hermes discovered that our conscious mind must raise enough in order to push the prayer, to push the intention through the subconscious to our higher self or soul. So what do they like to do in Hawaii? The Kahanas love to dance, to sing, to chant, and clapping hands to get that energy and that intention set. Isn't that beautiful? And it is powerful. And I have found that sometimes when I'm at my altar and it's like clapping, clap on, clap off, you know, with energy. <laughs> kidding. Anyway, <laughs> but most definitely it's very powerful. All right. Just, I just love how it all comes together. All right. And so she gives you guidelines on how to create your own in a prayer. Alright, all right. And then Tim's uh Tim Wild, W-H-I-L-D, Tim Wild, you can Google him, has if you just and put search on his website, because he has a lot of information. If you if you type in Huna Prayer, um, then you can probably you'll you'll find this Huna Prayer. Even if you probably just Googled it, his website, that particular post may show up. All right, but it's the Huna prayer. I like he's using it for ascension symptoms. Okay, and he goes through it's all. But what really caught my eye was the middle part. I am balance. I am unity. I am living love. I am a walking master. I am my higher self. And then it is so, it is so, it is so. And repeat three times. And I also will say, and so it is, or it is so, whatever you want to say three times. I always end to, and I didn't say this before, with, for me, as above, so below, as below, so above, as within, so without, as without, so within. Ha-ha. To set it. So we can all have different verbiage or different words, but that intention is still the same i love the synchronicity i love how it all flows and so i just wanted to share that with you in this book i'm telling you it is really good um i could sit here and have story time probably copyright infringement if i sit here and just read to you everything (laughs) and i don't want to do that but you have to get this i mean talk about everything and it's interesting because i was like oh I had a life there. I remember that. Well, it will really help you pick out your past lives. You will know. Oh, I had a past life there too. Oh, I had a yes. That's where I get that from. Yes, absolutely. Keys to the universe. Very, very inexpensive on Amazon. There's a book and there's a Oracle card deck um, that goes with it. All right. Um, I got both for under $30. Both of them, but yeah, uh, for under 30s, 20 and some change, depending on where you live. Anyway, find it on, on Amazon or wherever else you'd like to, to order. Uh, highly recommend this, especially if you're trying to figure out, like I said, your past lives, just trying to figure out all the pieces in the puzzle and just, it's awesome. Yes, Angel, that's right. Amen. Oh, and so it is. I love saying amen, too. Amen is very, very powerful. All right. Um, yes, Chris, I write. You haven't read that far yet. I know. Well, it's. I have to pace myself because um, 
I it's been very rare that I've had a time just to, a day to just sit and read all day. Uh, you know, so, um, but yeah, I have to like, it's like a piece of candy or a piece of junk. And you're just, I'm just going to have this one chapter, this one piece, savor it. Woo! So, uh, yes, Wendy. Yes. I love it. I know. Right. And it's just, it's, it validates everything that we know. Let me say that. Yes. I, I, it is more in Canada, isn't it, Chris? Yeah. That's why I was like, just, uh. Wherever you live. <laughs> Wherever you live. Uh, um, so it's it's great to have all this validation. Everything falls into place. Everything falls together. And it just is so, so beautiful. And yes, I say it comes with the CD to get attuned to the different keys. And that's what she's talking about. She's talking about different numbers. talking about the different keys. The keys to the universe. There's 50. And so there's 50 tones and sounds. So we put these tones and sounds in with the tribes of the earth. Wouldn't it be earth song? Earth and humanity. And and all living beings, quite honestly. It's not just us. All living beings. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's earth song. And then we have applied our own unique sound. And vibration and frequency and there's it's this universal song that plays and we're all a note or several notes in it and it wouldn't sound the same without us so each and every one of you all of us are important absolutely we are okay and very much needed oh oh excuse me so we have been taught that if we don't get recognition, verbal, pomp and ceremony, <laughs> become a celebrity, get into the public eye, then we're not, you know, then we're just a nobody. And that's, that's not true at all. Everyone is very important and is attributing so much to um, this whole ascension process. All right. Most definitely it is. And I want to let you know, be surprised. The keys to the universe is what I've always known too. Um, <clears throat> that, I'll show it one more time. That uh, all living things, all living things, it's not implied but directly, but you, you, you totally get it and you totally understand it. And that, um, that planet Earth, uh, to have physical, we wanted to put, we were light bodies. In our light bodies, we didn't need to eat, to sleep, to just pure energy. So yes, there was an experiment, if you want to say that, but it's not like an evil scientist, right? <laughs> no. You have these ascended light beings, the intergalactic council. Everything had to be in harmony and agreed upon. And to let's have light beings. Can they have a physical body on this earth plane? Earth suits. I've called joked around calling us earth suits. We have to have our earth suits to be here. Um, 
and and to survive this is a garden a biosphere uh there's lots of germs and bacteria and good and bad and just it's part of life here all right and so how are we going to survive aha uh-huh. now the animals came in from different uh planets and they were agreed upon to okay let's we're going to come in and we're going to help them survive because now you're on this earth plane things change we have all this intricate workings and this this is i grew up with the very with a christian background so i don't want to offend anyone if it, you know whoever god or god sources to you absolutely it's amazing the way that our bodies are designed. It is a divine design. Alright. And it comes with its own self-healing. As long as we don't get in its way. How do we get in its way? All of us know this. We know it now. By what we put into our bodies. Is it helping my body? Am I giving it proper fuel to help heal itself? Or am I hurting it? Right? Am I giving it food that's alive? Or am I giving it food that's not even really classified as food? <laughs> Seriously. Um, and, and there's just so many things. You know, so the toxins that we put in our body. Toxins that we breathe. That we'll be done with our environment. And we are, as we're coming through this whole ascension process to a lot of things, we're getting this aha and now I get it and I understand. And so your eating habits may change and that's great. Um, and, but know that that's not a requirement for ascension. And when you read how um, or understand and you can even ask for clarification from your angels and your guides. Um, I call, when I say my angelic committee, my angelic committee, I've always talked to light beings, to the angels. Uh, when I first saw them, they didn't have wings. They were just these columns of light. And I realized that they are very much so um, part of the um, uh, inter, intergalactic council these ascended masters because I always had such a close relation with Jesus or Yeshua, but I, um, he, he comes differently. He, and he always did appear differently to me, not like whatever kind of paintings there are of him. Uh, and, but his energy is that same, that same gentleness, that same, um, so it's, it's paying attention to the energy, not really what they look like, but it is important to know that you're communicating with those for your highest and greatest. And it's so, so, um, you can't copy and mimic these, these, these light beings. Those of you who've experienced, um, angels and high vibrational beings, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It is pure love. It is just uh, so astounding. And now, uh, and it's not something that you'll ever forget. It's just such a beautiful connection. So that when I'm talking about the angelic committee, I'm talking about the angels. I'm talking about the ascended light beings. They're aliens, if you want to call them aliens, <laughs> from other planets, from other stars, from other systems. Um, for, you know, and 
uh, and my in spirit guides. I was never taught about spirit guides um, until 2007 when I started going to a spiritualist church and to develop a little bit more. And um, but I, they're there, and I and I honor them. But I don't rely on them all the time because I have gotten so used to dealing with the angels. The angels have always been my go-to, but they are still part of that angelic committee. They are there. All right? So there you go. And uh, funny you mentioned, Sarah, it's funny you mentioned food because I'm listening. I'm making a new ring of salad with homemade. Oh, there you go. Wonderful. We need to know what's in our foods. They need to be fresh. We put them together. And there you go. I'm not going to get into how you need to eat. But one of the things that is definitely true. Okay. Um, people probably going to be really needle scratching on the record when I say this. But that the animals did agree as soon as they realized that the bodies that we, we need to eat to sleep and do things to, I want to say, it's, it, and sacrifice is not the right word. There was an agreement of helping all of us to succeed and to advance. But understand that there was ceremony. The Native Americans, the Ainut, you know, Eskimos totally got that they before they went on this hunt they knew the animal came to them and there was this bond and there was this you know mutual agreement love and respect and blessing and then after the animal was brought back to the tribe they continued to bless it by using all of the animal and can in a sacred ceremony. When you eat, is it a sacred ceremony? Or are you quickly shoving food in your face as you're driving? Or, or you know, do you eat around a table? Are you at a table with your family? Are you eat, sitting down and relaxing and eating? Eating on the go is probably one of the worst if you do it all the time. You know, that's terrible. Where's the gratitude? Where's the blessing? All you need to do is bless your food. I bless my food. I bless the dog's food. Before I feed the dog, I'm blessing their food. I'm blessing their water. I'm blessing the water that we drink. And and any of the, the, it's just, I say, food and drinks that we consume. For my body's highest and greatest. For my body's nourishment. My body will use what it needs and eliminate the rest. Just that simple. But if we don't guide our body, if we don't set that intention, it's just Russian roulette. I don't like those odds, do you? (laughs) No. (laughs) We can't anymore. We we just can't live like that. We've seen it doesn't work. Bless, bless, bless everything. Eat and drink. Go outside. Breathe in that fresh air. Oh, I'm so grateful, you know, for for the the, the fresh air and just uh, go out there and, and and the rain, the gentle rain. Like we woke up. I mean, it's been kind of rainy the last couple of days where we are in Connecticut, and go out there when it's misting and just hold your hands out and let the rain and just feel that connection. 
with the water, with the rain, and just like, oh, wow, thank you. Thank you for your nourishing rain. Thank you, because this rain nourishes not only the plants and animals, and it nourishes all living beings on this earth plane. All right, the trees, just all of us, all of us. And that's what we've got to get back to that unity and that beautiful source. Now, I had heard that um, they're going to make an Avatar 2. Um, and, and I hope that I look forward to that because that movie Avatar right there shows you what true oneness looks like. All right. Um, minus the, the humans coming in and being destructive, but <laughs> anyway, uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> and that's the golden age. There we go. <laughs> Okay, so, whew, as we're coming, winding down. Ooh, another sip here. And as we're sitting in Sacred Circle with each and every one of us, you can, uh, oh, and what I like about this, this book too, they talk about all the portals that are inactive and are activating. And they have been activating, awakening. Just as there's asleep people on this earth plane, there are portals and parts of the, the earth that went to sleep. Um, the, the pyramids used to be very, very active. I had always seen the pyramids with some type of crystal top that's missing from the top, a crystal. And people were like, well, how would you have fixed that? And it was like, I didn't know how to, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, it could just float and spin. It doesn't have to have, you know, it's just going from the energy, from the earth to the stars and back down when you get in that figure eight energy and that energy holds and rotates that crystal ball and that's how we all communicate that's why there's pyramids everywhere communication devices allowing the energies to come in from the stars to the earth that um power source so to speak and they all had crystals on top and um conductors there you go whether they had a capstone too with some metal there you go conductive and then the crystal ta-da there you go okay so very very powerful and all and so as we awaken these portals and um the lands are going to change africa wasn't always a desert it was lush and green and so there's the um a, a portal that is opening in Africa, Table Mountain. Um, Table Mountain, opening that one. Uh, I think we did a couple of months ago or last month. We sat in Sacred Circle and sent energy there to open up the portal. So you can help to open up these portals. Just send the energy there. If you're not, if you don't have the book and you're not sure, just send the energy out to like the earth's grid and the earth will direct that energy to where it needs to be. There you go. All right. So, oh, uh, Teresa. Yes. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. No, thank you all. So we can help to continue to raise this ascension and go even faster. And we are setting records. <laughs> 
uh, what, what I ask, you know, the, the inter, Intergalactic Council, and, and we're making progress, and we're making such tremendous progress, more than was ever ever anticipated, and we just need to keep keep going with it, okay? And so, oh, so much energy is coming through. kind of makes you burp, you know, when I... <laughs> When I have a lot of energy, I start to belch. <laughs> anyway, uh, it is beautiful. Yay. Okay, let's see. Um, yes, blessings to everyone. Have a happy Easter next week. And I will see everyone in two weeks. And if you have anything you want to share or email me and we can have a conversation um, and set up a topic for the next show time. Oh, thank you so much, Robin. And I learn from each of you as well. That's what I'm saying. Email me. We learn together. We have great communication. Um, I talk to many of you uh, on Messenger. All right. Uh, oh, thank you. Yes. Happy Easter to everyone that sits in our sacred circle. And you know that anytime you need healing, you can just think back to this show, think back to our sacred circle and plug in and connect to this type of energy and that we're here for you in a loving, safe and embraced circle. All right. So know that. Yes. Yes. And so whether it's, it's <clears throat> yes, blessings be blessed be to you as well. Joy. And so, uh, Happy spring. I mean, it's just beautiful, beautiful time of the year. All right. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Many blessings to each of you. And uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks or daily in astral travels. All right. Love you all. Good night. <laughs>